Welcome to Your Pharmacy Career Podcast, proudly brought to you by Ravens Recruitment, Australia's leading specialist pharmacy recruitment agency. The podcast series has been created to shine a light on the diverse and inspiring careers of Australia's pharmacists. Each episode will focus on the varied career opportunities within the pharmacy industry by exploring the career paths taken by leaders in the fields of community pharmacy, hospital, industry, government and professional organisations. Careers never follow a defined path. Everyone's story is different and unique in their own way. The podcast series will help you discover the world of opportunities that exist and reveal pathways to achieve your dreams and aspirations. Whether you are a pharmacy student, early career pharmacist, or simply looking for a change at any stage of your career, the podcast series is designed to help you navigate ways into a career and a life that you love. Your host of the podcast series is Ali Sue. Ali, herself a pharmacist, is now the founder of Global Pharmacy Entrepreneurs and a passionate advocate for pharmacists to grow, innovate, excel, and make a lasting impact in the world. It's now over to our host, Ali Sue. Welcome to Your Pharmacy Career Podcast. I'm Ali Sue. I'm very excited to speak to Samantha King from NAPSA today about her pharmacy journey as a student and a leader. Before we start, I would like to remind everyone, PSA 22 is happening this weekend in Sydney. We will catch up with NAPSA past and present President Verity and Fling at the conference to get to celebrate their achievements and get to know the new board. Now back to Sam's story. Sam has graduated with first-class honours from the University of Queensland, class of 2021. She is currently an intern pharmacist. Sam has acquired over four years of employment experience within the pharmaceutical industry and has practised within a wide scope, including community pharmacy, aged care, private and public hospitals. Sam demonstrates continued passion and interest for the pharmacy profession through leadership in the National Australian Pharmacy Students Association, NAPSA, the Queensland Pharmacy Students Association, the University of Queensland Pharmacy Student Mentor and Leadership Program, and the Academic Advocacy Network. Sam is nationally recognised for her outstanding contributions and professional achievements to pharmacy by professional organisations, including the Pharmaceutical Society of Australia and the University of Queensland. She was the PSA Professor James Dare Graduate of the Year 2021 and the University of Queensland Valedictorian. Without further ado, let's welcome Sam. Hey Sam, how are you? Welcome to Your Pharmacy Career Podcast. I'm very excited to have you on. I know that you have finished university finished your pharmacy school and you did really well. Congratulations. Tell us about yourself. Something that's quite interesting about me is that I was actually born overseas. So um, I'm a part of NAPSA, which is the National Australian Pharmacy Students Association. Um, And I think I'm currently the only um, member of NAPSA who wasn't born in Australia. I spent the first 10 years of my life or so living in Malaysia, and that's where my mom's from. Um, And I moved over here when I was eight or nine, I think, um, grade five, (laughs) consider myself to be a first generation Australian. In the recent years, my family has become Australian citizens, which was a great moment for us because we've been living here for many years now. Now, you have been a student leader for almost three years, and many students think it takes up a lot of time and energy away from studies. What are your thoughts 
the first time that I really got involved in student leadership, I was really encouraged by one of my close friends um, who knew me through high school, and she also was in pharmacy. And um, I think there's something that a lot of people don't know about me, but um, in high school, I was more into like visual arts and I wasn't actually very, well, I always did quite well academically, but I <laughs> was more like artistic and people knew me from that. And um, she wanted me to go for the, um, this publications role in the student association group that she was with. And um, I went to one of the meetings and they seemed like a really good fun group of people and um, it was exciting to feel part of that culture. Um, I went for it and I really, really loved it. <laughs> um, and I went to my first NAPSA Congress and I think that was my first exposure to NAPSA and that was an amazing experience. Um, and I think from those two experiences, I really knew I wanted to accelerate into the NAPSA board um, and continue from there. And honestly, once NAPS is over, I don't really know what I'm going to do with myself. I'm going to have this hole in my heart. <laughs> um, but I feel like having all these extracurriculars on the side of my study has really kind of complemented the learning that I've received from my university degree. I feel like it's empowered me a lot. Like um, I've learned so much outside of university and I feel like a lot of what you experience through work and through volunteering um, about advocacy and about all these rapidly changing policies don't really know until you get out there into the workforce and um, yeah it really inspires you and drives you to um, work hard and um, I feel like that was one of the things that helped me do so well in my uni life as well as in um, my volunteering life. We have a lot of pharmacy students listening to this podcast. What advice do you want to give to them in applying for leadership roles? I definitely think you should just get involved. Um, there's nothing embarrassing about it because at the end of the day, like a lot of these groups, you're working together in a team. So if you feel embarrassed, like we're embarrassed together and <laughs> um, it's a great way to make friends and you get to listen to some really, really cool insider stuff and um, get to advocate for things that you genuinely believe in. NAPSA had the opportunity to release a statement on um, environmentalism in pharmacy, which was really cool. Um, we've obviously launched our first APSJ student peer-led journal, which only pharmacy journal like in the world um, that's led by students, and that's incredible. A while ago, we also got to write a letter in support of the Doctor of Pharmacy, and I think that moved some traction there. I feel like I've gotten to know my lecturers really well from all of my experiences through volunteering and um, it just builds a really great rapport with one another and I think you'll discover a lot of things about yourself that you didn't know and um, you'll be surprised what you can achieve because I used to think I was a very small fish and now when I reflect back on my time I've like done a lot of things that I'm quite proud of. See, now you've graduated from pharmacy. You have worked as a inter-pharmacist for a couple of months now. You know, what are your, your dreams and aspirations? 
Well, what I thought I was going to miss the most about leaving uni was leaving that uni culture and um, the support of my lecturers and professors, because especially at UQ, we had our own little building and we knew all of our professors and they really gave us a lot of support. They took every opportunity for feedback and you could really see that feedback be implemented before your eyes. And um, we had a lot of little traditions and such. So like kind of leaving that culture was quite sad. But um, in Queensland Health, you still see those same faces over and over again, which is quite nice. So it's it's like you're not completely separated from that. I wouldn't mind moving out of Brisbane. I guess you've just got to apply places and see where life takes you. You've worked in a community during your four years of pharmacy school. Mm-hmm. What have you learned that you would like to share with our current students who are struggling between their university and their part-time job? You find that your work is most rewarding when your workmates become kind of like your second family or your friends. In some of the pharmacies where I worked for like years on end, you have like a really good time working with them and the time goes by really quickly and you learn a lot from them. And different pharmacists have different operating styles and they have different ways of utilizing knowledge. And it's very interesting to see how different people have like their own little internal clocks ticking. Yeah, I think that you can learn a lot from them. Also, don't underestimate your dispense tax and assistance because I remember very early on in um, my pharmacy degree when I was in first and second year, I really, really did not know a lot, um, especially about OTC stuff. Some of the assistants had just been working in pharmacy for so many years, 10, 15 years, and their knowledge was actually very undervalued. And um, I learned a lot from them. Some of those women deserve a lot more appreciation for the work that they do in pharmacy. I think they contribute a lot to our profession. You've spent some time at Allen's Pharmacy in Gunnawindi as part of your rural pharmacy placement. Mm -hmm. I saw all your photos on LinkedIn. It looks amazing. What have you learned (laughs) from this experience? Born and bred in the city. I'm a city kid. And I think I had all these ideas of what um, rural life was. Some of them were true, but I would have to say the majority of them were just based off things that, you know, you read online and pop fiction and stuff. Every pharmacy student just needs to do one rural placement at least once. It was just such a rewarding experience going out there and experiencing that. It's just like a whole different area of practice and the culture and working environment there was just very different. The type of clinical services that you get to engage in was just much wider and um, you really get the opportunity to go and chat with everyone like really in depth and I think sometimes in the city you feel like you're kind of pushing people in and out um, because of the time pressure and felt like you could really stop and take that time to make a connection and you know help someone with their medication management. It was just a great experience overall it was almost like a mini holiday you almost forgot that you were meant to work (laughs) like the countryside was just so beautiful there was one week that we were in COVID isolation and um, I was there with two other students and we did this like little walkabout and we saw like 100 kangaroos on the side of this hill and it was just like at sunset it was so beautiful and I really wish that I was braver earlier in my studies that I would have gone to some other areas of Australia and seen what our country is like in those areas as well. How do you maintain that positivity? When you're physically and mentally exhausted already from everything that you're doing? I think it's very important to have a support network. 
Um, and that doesn't have to be within pharmacy. It can be like your friends outside of pharmacy, it can be your family. Um, and then people should always know that the PSS is there for you as well. Um, Kay is such a really lovely person. Kay Dunkley is the main person who runs that organization. It's free to call. She's got a really great like mental health um, background understanding as well. And there's no shame in having those feelings sometimes because everyone experiences that burnout as well. If you have sick days, I feel honestly, sometimes it is warranted to take a sick day just to help recover from fatigue and <laughs> stress if you are experiencing extreme stress and fatigue, especially if you're a uni kid who's balancing studying on top of so many other things as well. It's important to take care of yourself because as pharmacists, we're always taking care of other people. So you have to remember to take care of yourself as well. Mm, yeah, definitely. So last question, what are some advice you would like to share with us? I think my best piece of advice would probably just be to get involved. I wish it's something that I did earlier on in my studies, um, but I was a bit shy, to be honest, when I was first engaging in pharmacy. If you're passionate about something, feel free to speak up and vocalise yourself about what you believe in. And you'll find that have the opportunity to make so many friends and gain so much knowledge from um, getting involved in extracurriculars. Well, I think it's great getting involved. Yeah, I definitely feel that from my experience with pharmacy. I feel like people are more than just like a one-dimensional face. In the past, I had this mentality that having good grades is the only face to a desirable person. And I feel like when I started unfolding myself to all these other activities and um, working and volunteering and like advocating for other things, I had a lot more other desirable faces. And it makes you a more rounded person. Yeah, and I feel like that's the reality of the working force nowadays. People like to see employees and candidates who have a little bit of an interesting story behind them. So finding a good balance that works for you is important. What would you say to students who are shy and don't feel like they're popular enough but still wants to get involved? NAPSA definitely isn't a popularity competition. I feel like we're definitely not the cool or the most popular kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we're all just friends really and we're all just passionate about one thing or another and um, we all get along and we all have a common interest and goal. Um, there's definitely no harm in applying for NAPSA because at the end of the day we're really the only people who see your application so if you're not successful this time round doesn't mean that you're not going to be successful next time round. My best advice would be always to get involved at your local branch first and um, that's always a great pathway to move up to NAPSA. But that being said, Alex, who is our longest standing NAPSA board member at the moment, yeah, just went straight to being a NAPSA board member. And I think she was in first or second year at the time. So it is possible and you can do it. All you need to be is just yeah, yourself and yeah, just have a little bit of passion and a bit of spark and just show us who you are in your application. And um, yeah, it's got nothing to do with popularity. I think it's more about passion and drive and we just want people who would click well together and be a successful board. Wow, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Your Pharmacy Career Podcast. 
proudly brought to you by Ravens Recruitment, Australia's leading specialist pharmacy recruitment agency. If you enjoyed this episode and know anyone else who you think would benefit from it, we would be grateful if you could share it with them. Together, we help even more pharmacists develop a career and life they love. If you have any questions or suggestions about future podcast episodes, please reach out to us via email info at ravensrecruitment.com.au.